freaking day. We had a lot going on today. What a day. And it wasn't yeah. even supposed to be that nuts. And we moved, so we were originally going to film our podcast yesterday. And we're yeah. like, no, we'll move it to today to make it easier on ourselves. Because we had some shit to take care of yesterday, too. We had a lot going on yesterday. Today, I... Let's just talk about today. So, yeah. uh, I was filming for TMZ. I yeah. got a call... Gosh, it was only last week that I believe TMZ... They're putting out a documentary. I don't actually know the gist of it. I know it's about OnlyFans. Yeah. And they wanted to interview me. Basically, so they flew out here, wanted to film me at a photo shoot, talking about OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. you're you're the star of this documentary they're doing. I am? Is what I was told, yeah. I wasn't, they didn't tell me that. Yeah, you're the star. No. Yeah, you're the lead for this whole thing. The, no. I, the producer was talking to me. Oh, no wonder today was so long. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they were just filming. A, they called me last week. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> as far as I, what I what I was comprehending from everything, you're the star of this of this uh i'm a star okay so they so anyways anyways so i wake up this morning my uh my superstar moment was supposed to start at 10 30 this morning so wake up had to drive to miami so it's like an hour drive show up it is pouring rain pouring rain and we had planned to shoot outside so the gist they told me my, I was under the impression, oh, we do have Dennis today. Yeah, Our do. dog, Dennis, for if you're watching on YouTube, he's, you can obviously see him. Yeah. He had a whole house full of guests, so he's exhausted. Yeah. If you're just listening, he looks very cute. Um, so I would wake up, do my daily whatever. I was up until 4 a.m. last night, just stressed about life. I could not sleep. It was yeah. one of those like really bad insomnia last night yeah. so i already woke up kind of exhausted drove to miami we get totally set up for the photo shoot tmz tells me they're just going to do an interview for this documentary about girls on OnlyFans or people who are already famous that made the transition to OnlyFans. yeah so we get totally set up it's pouring rain the whole photo shoot was supposed to be outside in miami yeah. it was this beautiful tropical location and none of their equipment can get wet so it's like okay problem oh, dang that's what it was okay their equipment couldn't get wet so it's like all right problem solved they gave the uh they were trying to play around with moving it until monday or tuesday yeah which obviously for us is just not ideal we just we still have a, we have a busy day tomorrow we have a lot going on until we leave for alaska yeah so i was like hey we're going to my house. <laughs> so everyone packed their stuff up. I call you. You're on your way home from practice. And I'm like, hey, you better clean that fucking house. <laughs> I, yeah. I have, I have so many people coming over right now. Yeah. Uh, we're moving the whole shoot to the house. So come here, interview. I just got done training. And, yeah. And uh, I saw I missed a call from you. And and uh, so I call you back. And you're like, hey, go home you got to clean the house up like pick everything up we got people coming and i was like okay well how far out are you you're like oh no like 20 minutes i'm like oh my gosh yep i just finished practice i need to eat shower i didn't get to shower for yeah no anyways so anyways we bring everybody here we do the full sit down and i had to get hair and makeup done still so I drove an hour to miami an hour home full hair and makeup get ready interview about only fans which i want to talk to a little bit more later because like, obviously, they had their interview questions about yeah. fans, But now that I'm, like, you know, talking to you. Yeah. Let's do more. But we'll come back to it. Anyways, okay. I'm just venting about our day. Yeah. I'm a tiny bit tipsy right now. <laughs> because. Because. Because I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, you haven't I, eaten. Because I don't eat breakfast. And that's not me trying to be, like, skinny or, like, a bougie bitch or anything like that. I just don't eat breakfast. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not hungry. I love lunch. Yeah. I love it. I live for a hot sandwich. So I planned on just getting to the photo shoot and ordering a sandwich. Yeah. Specifically a hook and ladder from Firehouse Subs. And then, of course, everything gets switched. We come here. I'm trying to rush, film the interview and then they filmed me doing like my exclusive content for only fans more interviews and then we did like you know a lifestyle-y 
interview in the kitchen and you made me my favorite cocktail i have now had your new <laughs> your new favorite cocktail my new favorite cocktail this is now my second one and i haven't consumed zero food today other than this <laughs> this delicious drink yeah mildly inebriated yeah so what uh tell us about that cocktail Baby, i mean obviously I you know. tell me about it okay you're, you're okay. the sexy bartender so you you uh you sent me on instagram it might have been a week ago. You sent me this uh, cocktail, and I had looked at. I was like, "Damn, that looks really good." But we had nothing that mm -hmm. went into it. So last Saturday, you had a photo shoot, which I try to go to every single one, but yeah. I couldn't. I didn't go last Saturday because I want. I had training. It conflicted. Yep. Whatever. Um. So I thought, okay, you know, makeup. I'm gonna clean the house really nice. I went and got you flowers, and you then I'm gonna it. have this cocktail waiting for you when you get home so i look it up i i find uh find the recipe it's called a lemon cheesecake um, i believe martini not martini yeah yeah uh yeah lemon cheesecake martini I it's think. vodka or Mart can martinis be vodka yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. so anyways how good is it anyways i'm like in love with it yeah i've made Absolutely that's like the 15th love. one i've made since, last since saturday, saturday. <laughs> and if anybody if you watching want. on youtube can see i am in full glam right now this yeah. is way more makeup than i wear on the daily but i had a photo shoot so it's a lot yeah i feel super hot but so anyways had a busy day we're good we're here now we're here they f literally filmed b-roll of us starting this podcast yeah. so we were with them since 10 this morning it is now 5:45 to put that in perspective. Yeah. Filmed B-roll. Now they they, you know, went and fucked off out of the house. <laughs> We're filming our podcast. Yeah. So here we are. All right. And I didn't even get like if you're watching this on YouTube, uh I have my laptop on my lap because I didn't even get a chance to print my your sheet. My sheet. I yeah. love to have a good sheet. I know you're a you're a sheet. I'm a doomsday prepper. Yeah. Uh here we go. <laughs> I'm so excited, actually. All right. I remember I prepped this yesterday. Yeah. And I'm really excited about this episode. Okay. So I'm kicking it off okay. with a subsection. No, what am I going to say? What am I trying to say? I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm kicking it off with, with a series called Why I'm the Lucky One. Ah, okay. This is called Why I'm the Lucky One because I had done a Q&A on instagram and i get the i get the comments here and there saying oh your husband's so lucky <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> you're so lucky yes and this is going to open up a lot little do they know little do they know i'm fucking insane <laughs> <laughs> and you're being held here under blink twice if you need help yeah okay <clears throat> why i'm the lucky one okay and i hope you have some points i don't know if you're prepped for this so i wasn't but i know you'll yeah. okay you'll you'll off of my points you'll you'll get some of your own of course so, um one so why i'm the why i'm the lucky one you literally get out of bed to get me anything i need yeah it doesn't matter what time i i think this happened last night it was yes. like we had just gotten into bed. I brushed my teeth. The lights were off. We were ready to get like, you know, I was in bed and yes. you wanted, I, you wanted like a drink or something. Oh, I wanted a, I wanted a diet cherry Pepsi. You wanted a diet cherry Pepsi. I was parched. So I got my ass out of bed, marched into the kitchen and got you that. Yes, you did. Which, you know, a little bit of an enabler because maybe that's why I had such bad insomnia last uh, that's night. That's true, yeah. But, okay, and why I'm doing the why I'm the lucky one segment is I hope this is for the listeners. We have a very successful marriage yeah. ish yeah. yeah great great marriage not ish i ish. think <laughs> <laughs> i was trying not to sound braggy yeah uh kick-ass love story yeah we have a kick-ass love story and this is partly what makes it so kick-ass yeah and, and but i think as much as i do that for you you do the same for me though i found my phone oh nice okay you do <laughs> you do the same for me if i yeah. were to ask you you do okay. so i think i think the takeaway here is um because I don't want to name names, but my dad and uh, his wife, whenever some one of them wants something, they ask the other one. And the other one basically is like, 
fuck off. No, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that for you. No, you can get up and do it. You lazy son of a bitch. And I never wanted to be like that. And so, you know, as long as you don't abuse the. Abuse my power. Yeah, abuse the powers. Then I I will always get up and get uh, get whatever you need. So actually, funny we mentioned it. It's the second thing on my list. You cleaned the entire house yeah. and you had a cocktail waiting for me when I got home from a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. Another thing why I'm a lucky one. Um, Another one, you literally go with me to almost every single photo shoot. Yeah, I think, uh, well, for one, I made it a point like a year ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to, this next year, I'm going to try to go to every single one because I do know how important it is to you and I know it makes you feel more confident makes you feel better and when it makes me feel more comfortable obviously like i love only fans i love doing exclusive content but it is still like nerve-wracking you know going to these photo shoots and like you know being sexy and you know skimpy in front of a photographer or other people obviously we love our photographer and our our whole team now we have an amazing team yeah but just having my husband there just makes me feel more comfortable and more confident that one, it shows me that you support me. Yeah. And I just feel... You also like it when I hop in every yeah. once in a while. And you make me feel so sexy. Yeah. I. It, but I think to like dovetail off on, on all this, I think, uh, you know, obviously when you started off the uh, exclusive content and all this, you know, we took a lot of time to think and and decide whether or not you were going to do this yeah well and decide what the line was like i'll do all these things but i won't do like where that line was yeah and having you there from like to encourage me where it's like you know i'll be at a photo shoot and i'm like oh should i do that is that does that cross the line and then do I look good doing this? And I'll just see your face and you'll be like smiling at me and you'll be like, Oh yeah, do it, do it. And you'll like yeah. encourage me and I'll like take my shirt off and like all these, you know, yeah. sexy little things. You make me feel more sexy yeah. and more confident. Um, but I, all of that, you know, it, it's all because you, um, you know, the way you make me feel as well. And the things like I'm always, I'm never, I'll never get jealous, like, because you never give me a reason to be jealous and and everything. So, yeah, if you're (laughs) if you guys want to know more when the the TMZ, when this documentary comes out, you guys will learn. Yeah, we shared we shared a lot about the lifestyle between us as OnlyFans creators. And we'll talk a little bit more. I I do want to come back to it. But another point of why I'm the lucky one is. Ooh, this is a big one for me. Okay. And this is a thing that you do that I think um, husbands, boyfriends should pay attention to. Yeah. When I say that I need to leave, you make it happen with no hesitation. So if we're out getting drinks. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So we were out this weekend and I don't even think I said anything. Maybe you just sensed it. You were like, hey, do you want to go home? I'm like, yeah, I want to I want to go home. Yeah, and you're, you're like, done. Yeah. You go outside, get the Uber. I'm going to pay. I'll meet you outside. It's no hesitation. You don't ask me why I want to leave, if something's wrong. Yeah. If I'm uncomfortable, it's if I mention like, hey, can we go home? Or hey, do you think it'd be okay if we go home? You're done. Yeah. No question. doesn't matter who we're with. If it's fr- your friends, if it's... um anybody yeah you you make sure it's like all right my wife needs to go home it's time to go home yeah yeah i mean because uh i know the feeling for (laughs) i know when (laughs) i like want to be home and i can't be home so that that's for one for two i prefer to be home anyway so (laughs) it's like okay well she wants to go home and then uh for free i mean or three (laughs) that's uh i like that's our duty is is man and and uh, being a significant other, or not even just as men, but being a significant other to somebody is, you know, we we take care of their needs. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I know you need to be home. And there's typically a reason you need to be home. Yeah. Whether you have just feel like being home, if you've had maybe one or two <laughs> <laughs> too many <laughs> drinks, or, or if you're uncomfortable. And so... You know. It's time to go. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. So this is going to be more of a... This is going to be more of what? <laughs> why why uh, I'm the... Or you're the lucky one because I'm like trying to think of things right now, but you kind of put okay. me on the That's spot. That's okay. That's okay because I have more. Okay. But um, I did. I didn't prep you for this because no. we had a really busy day yeah. and 
That's okay. This yeah. is a good lesson. We have a lot of male listeners. They're yeah. going to learn. Come on. Keep stroking me. I'm like, I'm going to stroke you because yeah. <laughs> here comes another one. So this is going to be a specific story okay. and, uh, of why I'm the lucky one. So we were on my book tour yes. in New York Yes. and I believe we were somewhere else before. So this was a long trip. Yes. I don't remember where we came from, but we ended up, ended up in New York for my book tour. Then we had to go from New York to LA to continue the book tour. It was yep. a, it was a long stretch of time where we were not home and we were living out of suitcases. Yeah. So we were in New York at um, our hotel. Yeah. I had ran out of. <laughs> I remember this now. Yes, I had run out of clean underwear. Yeah. And the laundry service we had missed, so you have to put it at your front door by like eight a.m. and then it comes later that afternoon. And that shit is expensive. Expensive. It's literally like ten dollars to wash yeah. one pair of underwear. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So instead of one paying a ridiculous amount of money to get some of my clothes cleaned, or like you know trying to rush it or whatever, yeah, you walked to the convenience store, bought laundry soap, brought <laughs> it back to the hotel, and you hand washed all of my clothes in the bathtub. Yep. And then you hung them all to dry and you made sure everything was perfectly dry and pressed <laughs> and clean so I could continue on my book tour with clean clothes. I remember this. You did that. We brought my mom on the yes. tour. And... I think your mom helped you. Ah, uh, yeah. No, nah, she, yeah, she might have. I don't remember. I but don't remember, but I, I do remember doing all this. You too. did all of that for me okay. to make sure that I had clean clothes yeah. for the book tour. Yeah. And it was really special because we were not engaged yet. No, I don't believe so. We yeah. were just We dating. were fairly new in our relationship. And what a traumatic thing for like a new boyfriend to go through because not only were you on my first like a book tour with me in yeah. new york city it was a book tour about the me too movement which is yeah. very traumatic yeah. and some very terrible stuff i went through in some my past stuff, but yeah. some dark stuff but for like a brand new boyfriend to support me through all of that and make sure i had clean clothes is special yeah um <laughs> i'm a good shit you're a good one okay let's continue on i have more okay. uh why i'm the lucky one you do all the laundry I do. I am the laundry doer and in the household. And maybe it started from that <laughs> book yeah. tour. But... Well, I know how much you despise doing the laundry. And, uh, you know, for me, it's like I watch some funny shit. Like I, I like <laughs> yeah. watching. Uh, I watch my card breaks. I enjoy doing that. So I can just. You saw me yesterday. I just put my headphones on. Yeah, and you I, put headphones on and you yeah, watch card breaks. Yeah, and just funny stuff. And you watch so, streamers playing uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, shout out Regzilla if you. He's a <laughs> uh, go follow him on Facebook. He's a if you're into gaming, he's a fun. He's so, a good dude. Yeah, but you you know how much I despise doing laundry. Oh, like, you hate it. I would rather scrub a hundred toilets than yeah. fold a load of laundry. It's just not my thing. So I just, I put my, put whatever I'm watching on, put my head down and work. And it usually we let it stack up. So mm -hmm. I'm sure like most everybody, it takes like two hours to get all of it done. It but. takes quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is going to open up a really big point. Okay. And I think we could deep dive into this. Okay. But it's an, an additional point on why I'm the lucky one. You never noticed or you never made me think you noticed how much weight i gained oh so there was recently actually i we were living in an airbnb yeah we were going through a lot i yes. mean we could we could talk about all the all the terrible stuff we had going on in our lives but um the point being you never i, I gained a lot of weight i gained a lot of weight and you never even made me you I, I almost didn't even notice because you never acted like I was different. Yeah. And well, because truly, I mean, I, I didn't really notice. Like, I know, but you until were like, you just told me like what night, your weight was. I would have had no, no idea. idea. So you always were like very sexually attracted to me like our yeah. sex life didn't change at all you were still just the same like nothing changed and you didn't make me realize like not that you didn't make me realize you never made me feel bad yeah at all yeah. about how much weight i gained and i think it's an interesting point um to speak on i i definitely 
recently had gained a lot of weight, which yeah. happens for females. And especially we, you know, I was supposed to have my bare knuckle boxing match. I cut all the weight. I made 126. I, the fight ended up not happening. Yeah. Dennis, go back to sleep. Uh, so the fight ended up not happening. I came back. I was super depressed afterwards. We were going through, uh, one, renovating our house, but yep. two, a contractor taking advantage of us and stealing a ton of money, yeah, a ton of materials that we got taken advantage of by a contractor. Yep. So it took us two years or more to get our house built. We were living in an Airbnb. It just had very like little motivation, um, going through a massive lawsuit, trying to recruit, recoup something from the contractor, yeah. which we still have not. No. Um, it was just a lot. And then, gosh, stuff going on in my personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my parents getting divorced. I don't know. Yeah. No, you definitely. And, and uh, but to your point. Yeah. So to my point, which, um, I, I had no idea. I don't even think I realized how much weight I gained. I was still just, I just had lack of motivation. I had so much going on. And it wasn't until we were uh, at the PFL. Yeah. And I got asked to be on that podcast, the Only Stands podcast. Yeah. And going and looking back at the footage after they put it out where I truly could see, I was like, oh shit, I gained some weight. Like yeah. I got, I got big and of course social media loves to point it out i had a lot of people talking shit about me yeah um, but i mean that like it's tough because that stuff happens all the time like people say shit all the time anyway so it's like you know it's one of those well, things in comparisons is so hard i think one for women but two for women professional fighters because yeah. when i weigh in for fights that's when i'm taking the most pictures that's when i fight at 125 pounds yeah taking all the pictures doing photo shoots doing you know my weigh-ins it's where i'm doing all my interviews is when i'm at my very very leanest so yeah. i feel like that's the public's image of me is yes. this very small person this small professional fighter yeah so what they don't realize it's like okay i'm about to be 30 years old i'm going through body changes and no i don't live at 125 pounds my yeah. body weight fluctuates and it took, you know, I was I was out of training for a while and I don't know, I was just happy, I guess, happy yeah. people. Like, of course, we had, you know, a lot of stress going on in our lives, but I was living life with you and, you know, taking some time off and I enjoy eating. I love eating. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't until I watched that podcast where I was like, fuck me. Funny. That's the, well, I didn't know that either. That, that yeah. was the. So recently only stands put out a clip of me yeah on the on their instagram and i text gary and i was like hey can you have them pull that because oh, i just dang. i didn't like the way I, it was pretty bad i don't know i just i didn't feel like i looked like myself and they were so nice they immediately no question pulled, yeah pulled the clip and took it off their instagram yeah um i can see my face has changed oh 100 i mean it doesn't take me long and and i think for me i am i was talking to my mom about this i am so goal oriented yeah i have to have a goal i have to yeah otherwise it's like i just have no motivation i don't just like and i know that's not necessarily healthy for me to not have the willpower to work out for just my health yeah like i have to have a goal either i'm training for a fight or i'm training for a half marathon or yeah. What, what helped me was uh, working with the PFL. And I was like, all right, I'm getting in shape because I know I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to be on camera. Yeah. And I thought that they that we were going to be in New York for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to show everybody. <laughs> I'm going to get in such good shape for uh, for these fights. It's gonna, I'm going to be a completely different person. Yeah. And I, you know, I ended up not working that event. But I did make the changes and, and I know how hard I can work once I have a goal set in my mind. It doesn't take me long to get in shape. It's just, you know, the principles of losing weight and getting in shape are very simple. It's, you know, eat less, work out more. Yeah. Although the willpower and, and really the science is a little bit harder, but I yeah. was able to lose quite a bit of weight since then. But now, now you got this and, and uh, yeah. you know, now I have this and, and my own podcast to see my face on all the time. And, yeah. and I mean, I don't know if we want to get into specifics. <laughs> I did tell you how much I weighed and how big I got. Yeah. Which, uh, to anyone it might not seem like that big of a deal, but our entire relationship, you never really, I always, you know, even like you getting ready for a fight, 
like you'll get on the scale and you won't let me see oh i have and i'm I have. like babe you're you're fighting in two weeks let me see what mm -mm. you're gonna weigh if i'm gonna be in your corner and like help you let me see what you weigh but and that's you a let me. no that's a female thing i truly have a phobia of the scale yeah like i when i go to the doctor's office i don't let them weigh me like, well it's I not have... just a female because i one of my best friends in college he was a wrestler in the off season he would refuse yes. to get to the point where i would like body lock him and, put and him get on, on like <laughs> the airplane the airport scales yeah. just to see because you know i knew what i weighed and yeah no i truly have a phobia of the scale it yeah. is deep in me i have ptsd i don't know what it is but it's like a terrible trauma that yeah i cannot when i go to the doctors i do not let them weigh me that's fine and you tell them i'm mm -mm. yeah or i tell them like you can weigh me but i can't see you can't yeah. you cannot tell me how much it is like i can't know the number in my head and i don't know what that stems from if that's from fighting and cutting weight but when it is like go time for me for fighting yeah i will get on the scale and i probably weigh myself like three times a day when i'm getting ready for a fight yeah. and i have a a purpose to cut weight for and have a goal that's based on my career but not in i i haven't been on the scale since then yeah i just look in the mirror and if i'm happy with what i see then i'm good to go so a hard question are you gonna reveal what <laughs> what you weigh no i'm not going to okay that's fair. i chickened out that's fair when when we were at we were had a which i've had one drink one plus a few sips um yeah. Maybe by the time I finish this drink, I'll tell everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. Because, I mean, it, of course, it's like, ooh, do we want to make headlines for our podcast about how giant Patreon Zant got? <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> well, but, to, to go off on another subject, what is your favorite food? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk about food. You love food. What is your favorite food? Let's talk about food? a positive topic. Yeah. Um, okay. So we were out having drinkies the other night. Yeah. And you took me out on a date. Yep. To this cool area called Meisner Park in Boca Raton, Florida. It was yep. our first time there ever. And we went to this restaurant called Kapow. Delicious. So I finally figured out what my favorite food is. And... It is appetizers. Yes, you are the queen. You love appetizers. I am the appetizer queen. That is literally the only reason I like Cheesecake Factory. The appetizers. The appetizers. So if we go to Cheesecake Factory. Which, by the way, I'm not a giant fan of Cheesecake Factory. No, I like will say they've changed. Yeah. It's a little bit along the lines of like freezer food now. Yeah. Which I'm super bummed out about. Cheesecake Factory has changed. The, just the last meal I had, it was like the noodles were just covered in like butter and the and noodles oil, just and seemed just, like yeah. blah like it wasn't it, no it wasn't good wasn't my um thing. but before when i would go to cheesecake factory because it was one of my favorite restaurants yeah i would get uh three appetizers okay <laughs> and i would share them with whoever i'm with now yeah. i don't want to just talk about how fat i am <laughs> or how much i love to eat okay um one they're sweet corn tamale cakes yeah Ava I've tried. Yeah. So good. Avocado egg rolls. Yep. And then they had um what was their cauliflower that called? Ooh. It was like, like Korean cauliflower yeah, maybe. Yeah, Korean cauliflower. Yeah, so those three. Okay. Yeah. So freaking good. Yeah, which you uh, got Korean cauliflower this last at time. Kapow. Yeah. Oh, I did at Kapow and it was yeah. so good. So yeah, I decided my favorite food is appetizers. Yeah, and I like the I like my entree. I, I don't really, you order a lot of these appetizers. I don't really no. eat a whole lot of but them. But I like to taste more food. Like I have, like yeah. appetizers are the, like they're the the best because you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. You can have a little of this, a little of that. <laughs> so at Kapow, I got like um some ceviche. I got the cauliflower. Yeah. You pretty much only ate. I only appetizers. ate appetizers, but yeah. I made sure I'm, I'm on a, you know, I'm on a. Yes, you're doing. Yes. Trying to be healthy. Yeah, you are. So got... Which to our next thing. So mm -hmm. we were, you know, you ate all this food starting tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, evening. I'm not done talking about food yet. I know. And I'm hungry too. But tomorrow uh -huh. evening, what will we embark tomorrow on? Tomorrow we're starting the 86 hour fast. We are embarking on the 86 hour fast. We are. Starting Thursday evening. 
I'm stoked. I'm. I know I can I'm do it. Too. I've completed a three day fast before already. Yeah. So I know that I can. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think for health reasons, obviously Dana White had just put out that he did the same fast. It's yep. extremely good for you. It helps lower your risk of cancer. Yeah. It helps your body fight off any negative diseases that you have. And I think it's just the perfect time right before Christmas to go on a good like health yeah like a health journey yeah and we're gonna try to sauna and ice bath every single day and do our three-day water fast yeah and i will the thing i'll speak on is uh you know obviously cutting weight for fighting and then growing up being a wrestler my whole life the best feeling in the world is after a weight cut like the next day you feel so so good so i'm really excited about doing this because nope really nope i don't get that at all i get my body feels so good i feel so clean and like cleaned out nope tmi tmi here i go every time i cut weight yeah i shit my pants well i mean extreme yeah but but you need to like eat the right things after and yeah i swear i do i work with nutritionists they put their correct things inside of me can I tell a really graphic story? Yeah. It's about me. Yeah. It it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um cutting weight. Yeah. I'm, you know, cutting weight. I was about to fight Alex Chambers in Las Vegas, Nevada, and this is right when USADA got implemented in the UFC. Yeah. So my drug testers show up right after weigh-ins. Yeah. So I'm in my ho- my hotel room hydrating. Every single time I would weigh in and try to rehydrate, instantly sick. Yeah. So, but part of USADA is once they see you, they cannot, or you cannot leave their sight. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the whole anti-doping. Maybe you're going to go. Yeah. Go lock yourself in a bathroom. And do do something to mask the drugs or take something. I don't really know. So I had my drug tester. In the bathroom with me for two hours oh, while I shit my brains out. Yeah, that's crazy. So. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Anyways, you don't feel good. I, I feel, feel really terrible. good. So we're going to do this I fast. I feel really but good. I have a feeling a lot of that's because of how dehydrated I get. Maybe it's in, like incorporating the water back into my body, which yeah. makes me so sick. But. Well, and I, I do think uh, I do think it's normal anyways for your bowels to be a little thrown <laughs> off so i'm not talking about that part i'm talking about my body and in a whole feels really good after i after i go through i cut weight and rid myself of everything and then <laughs> all the toxins yeah it feels good so i'm excited i well, like it we shall see we shall see <laughs> we'll be back next episode with an update oh yes the next one next we'll be able to talk we'll about literally it. update about our uh we'll see if a i get three day fast yeah we'll see if i get sick or not yeah uh okay can we go back to food yes i had written down i did figure out my what my favorite food is yep i want to reminisce with you okay over some of the best food that we have ever eaten okay now i'm gonna go first okay because there is one food obviously appetizers are my favorite food but yeah like when i close my eyes and I dream and fantasize about a specific dish. There's only a few that come to mind. Yeah. Where it's, I will never forget that one dish. Yeah. And it was my mango curry at a Nepali restaurant in Portugal. Yeah, in Lisbon. In Lisbon, Portugal, we went to a uh, Nepali restaurant, which is similar to Indian food. Yeah. And curries. Curries, and, uh-huh. yeah. So I got a mango curry. I would do dangerous things to try to get that dish again. <laughs> it was so freaking good. Yeah. I dream about having that mango curry again. Yeah, we did. Uh, we ate at some really cool places in Lisbon. Remember we did that. Uh, it was like for lunch, which if you like European, as far as I know, they're, they don't really do like breakfast. Is It's not like a yeah. popular thing. It's more of like lunch because everyone stays up late. They get up later. So we the, that restaurant finally opened up. We go and did like this five-course meal uh-huh. uh, 
at this small little place in Lisbon. Oh, it was they had so... the blood sausage yes, and stuff. I didn't blood... really want to try it. But... Oh, but we had blood sausage sausage the first time. It was pretty good. Yeah, it actually was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our trip in Portugal. We've been there a few times. I was brought out to be a part of the Web Summit. Yeah. Which is a, a really big, uh, actually tech conference, but we were lucky enough to be there for you know a pretty long period of time, like a week at a week. And yeah. go experience Portugal and all the amazing things it has to offer. And their food was incredible. But yes, one thing we learned. So a lot of our like, we're, we're friendly, especially you. Yeah, yeah. We make friends everywhere we go. Yeah. So we went to, uh, sorry, Dennis is growling. So we went to uh, our, we were in our hotel uh, restaurant, maybe getting some drinks. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And the server there invited us to go clubbing with him. Oh, I forgot about and, that. And uh, we were like, oh, awesome. Yeah, let us know what's like, what's the club called? And told us the name. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. What time should we meet you there? And he's like, well, you know, um, clubs don't really get started until like two. So like you could meet me there at like, meet me there around like two o'clock. Two in the morning. Yeah. Two a. M. Yeah, but that's kind of a Miami thing too. Like a lot of the a lot of the mm. clubs and stuff in Miami do the same thing. No, you're right, actually, because yeah. we went out to a club. Yes. And they were like, "Hey, a it's, club." We went to a club. Yeah. And they were bouncer was like, "What's up, guys? Like, hey, you know what? It's uh doesn't really get crowded here until like past midnight. So come, yeah, come back around like midnight, somewhere between midnight and two a.m." Yeah, and we're like, nope. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we went back to our hotel room, got a pizza and went to bed. So a funny thing about like memorable food, mm-hmm. it really ironic, but uh, one of, one really memorable, since we've made multiple trips to Portugal, yeah. stayed at the same hotel in Lisbon, that breakfast spread that they have. Oh, it's so it's like this buffet I think about that a lot too. I loved it so much. It was really good. And what I are the... made sure to always get up. It no matter how tired, jet lagged, so... I always got up to go down and eat that eat food. Eat that breakfast. Yeah. And then what were those little Portugal the like pastries that they had that had like the cream on top? I have no idea. Oh, they were served with like every meal. Okay. Oh. So next next memorable Okay, so my next memorable dish that I wanted to talk about, which is going to be really bittersweet. No, it's going to be bitter. Macoonies. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, Macoonies is incredible. Macoonies is my favorite sushi restaurant in the entire world. And it is in Sacramento, California. We're just it's gonna... your base. It's your base for every yeah. other thing that every other sushi restaurant. It's always compared to Makuni's. Yeah, we're going to take you guys on a little food tour. Yeah. <laughs> so Makuni's, the best sushi in the entire world. What was the bittersweet one? I'm going to come back to that. Okay. But Maku- you brought it Makuni's, so we got to talk about it. Yeah. Makuni's, Sacramento, California. I compare every other sushi restaurant I go to to Makuni's. Yeah. It is so good. Okay, bittersweet. Keen cow. Keen, oh, in the Ilche, Keen cow. The town my husband is from. The village. The village my husband is from. Basically born and raised. Uh, a big reason we love to go back to Nanilchik is because we can get Thai food every single day. And, and so their Thai good. food is so good. Yeah. They're cow soy. And they oh. They have cow soy, which is hard for me to find anywhere in Florida. They also have their Tom Ka. Their Tom Ka soup's awesome. Ridiculous. But. You say it. I can't even say it. They're closing down. And they're moving back to Thailand. Yeah, they're moving to Thailand. Just to break my heart. I know. It's a bummer. Because we really do. But it's been over a year since we've... uh, been in an Elchick? It's been over a year. Yeah. It has not. It's been like a year and a half. <gasps> Isn't that weird? That's why they're going back to Thailand is because we weren't there enough to give them business. Yeah, because the last time we went to Alaska was last Christmas and we spent it all in Anchorage. We never went. No way. Yeah. <gasps> so so we're the reason we're the reason King Cow's closing. That sucks. Well, because yeah. we weren't there enough to give them our money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. One more food tour. Uh, I don't know. 
I love Thai food. I know you. <laughs> My other restaurant that I would implore people to go to, yeah, is called Thai Spice, and it is in Reno, Nevada. It Thai Spice is that? Are you sure? Oh no, that's, no, no Thai no, no, Spice no, no, no. is here Sorry. in Florida. Here yeah. in Florida, Thai Chili. Thai Chili. Thai Chili. Yeah. Thai Chili is where I first ever got my taste for thai food yeah it is ridiculous good their yellow curry is incredible yeah and i dream it's like one of those nostalgic things because that's where i truly went to to thai food like the first time ever yeah and then like created my like obsession with thai food yeah thai chili okay thai chili in reno nevada yeah gosh i'm trying to think of like well I'm trying to think of like some really memorable. We've ate a lot of awesome, a lot of awesome oh, places. Well, we've traveled um, the world eating incredible food. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is we love Florida. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But we recently were living in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And one thing you can definitely say about Portland is that its food scene is oh, the incredible. F- the food there. Yeah. yeah. The food trucks in particular, like... I don't know what it is about like our area here or maybe it's maybe it's Portland is unique. Food trucks everywhere. Yeah. They have fruit food truck like markets and that that would do so well here in Florida. I know. Because it's so sunny and nice here. But they had food truck parks where there'd be 30, 50, 100 food trucks all in one area. Yeah. And you could get the most incredible food. And I was actually just talking to my photographer, Alex, about... um. Oh my gosh. And my makeup artist's uh, husband. Oh, yes. About uh, the food trucks, but there was incredible Ukrainian food. Yes. And the pierogies and goulash. Just like, oh. I just feel like the food culture was almost a tiny bit better in Portland. Yeah. Um, I think if we went in, uh, went to Miami, I think we'd find a lot more. But we don't, we just don't venture off. No, we don't venture out of this area very often. So that was my little food tour I wanted to take everybody on. Okay. Those are my iconic foods. I just, maybe when I was typing, typing up our. You were thinking food. I was hungry. I'm I'm hungry right now. I'm starving. Um, Okay. So I kind of wanted to go back to, I have two other sections. Maybe we won't get to them today. One of them was called confessions where I wanted to tell you some of my confessions the not naughty little things that i do around the house that you don't know about or yeah. just naughty little things that i do um and i hide them from you oh boy they're naughty but i wanted to go back to the tmz thing that we filmed today and talk yeah. about only fans okay and you know of course i i had a great time today incredible group of people we worked with i think the documentary is going to be really good yeah um talking about only fans i think it's just such a hard subject for me to speak on because one i like yeah i love doing only fans i i like modeling yeah. and being sexy and i've had such a positive experience with it for sure that yeah. you know people constantly <clears throat> ask about the the negative stigma and i guess i was nervous about it at first and yeah I guess I just don't think it, think through it that much. Like, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I get like it. as in depth as they were trying to get, like they were trying to, you know, dig deep and get to the roots and the nitty gritty. And like, for me, it's like, I don't know, like, should it be deeper than, than what I make it? Like, I love what I do. I don't know. Yeah. That, that's it. I do it because I can and I love it. And yeah. And obviously we make a positive impact on our family and our lives and for me i'm just working my fucking ass off and yeah you do i get to be sexy at the same time i just i see it as beneficial i don't see i guess see the negative uh you know yeah like all the negative stuff and i just don't see like documentary worthy content i don't know maybe maybe there is what do you think uh i just i think i think what they're trying to do with the documentary is they're trying to bridge the idea of you know, you, you being a celebrity in your, you know, before and then trans transitioning over to this versus, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a girl who decides, Hey, I want to make this mm-hmm. sexy content and go, you know, I think you've created so much and you built yourself up so much before that, you know, jumping into this, it's widely successful. And because you are this gorgeous, sexy, mm-hmm. you know, and you do something different that, 
you know, 99.9% women can't do, you know, they're not fighters or they didn't grow up, you know, athletes and stuff. And so I think they're trying to, because as far as I, I don't know everything about the documentary, but mm-hmm. what my, what I uh, was understanding is mm-hmm. it's like celebrities who decided to go and make this, you know, yeah. do this only fans and why did you do it and, and all that or you know exclusive content yeah so. and i guess i i'm trying to find this hard balance because i know that i'm going to be interviewed and asked about it a lot and they're i just feel like people are looking for so much more from me than i'm able to provide yeah I get like that. it's almost like i have to like i feel like not scripted but i have to force an opinion on it yeah where i don't necessarily have one i'm just doing my life i'm just i'm just living my life i don't know like i don't know exactly what you're wanting from me this in-depth like so then it like it's forcing me to have this opinion or this like deep thought about OnlyFans and part of me i want to i want to force this narrative of you know i was asked on social media some they're like oh why why do you do OnlyFans? and it's like okay well you know or why do you sell your you know it was why, why do you sell your body and it's like okay well like and my initial thoughts are like well i don't see it as selling my myself like nobody's allowed to touch me except for my husband 100 percent. i that was like the first thing i was gonna say like what yeah what is this you're selling your bot like you're selling this like what we like what drives me kind of like really kind of crazy is like people say stuff like this right yeah like you're selling your body yet so many women or or men or whatever you're posting everything on instagram like you know sexual content or sexualized content a guy with his shirt off a girl like whatever it's all it's all the same it's sex appeal and so yeah like instead make some money absolutely and i I see your point i totally agree but like also aren't you selling your body to bellator yeah. Oh, Aren't for I sure. Selling yeah. my body to the UFC. Like, yeah. I am literally. I sold my body to the UFC. I got broken bones, my face cut up. I got like injured, probably concussions. I got a broken nose, my arm broken four times. You know, I tore my shoulder. I'm, you know, yeah. X, Y, and Z. Like, isn't that the same thing? Like, I literally sold my body to the UFC. So yeah. now, like, yeah, am I selling pictures of myself online? Like, yeah, and I guess I, I can understand, I, def, I definitely, I understand why some people aren't okay with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just as, like, I totally respect people's opinions and not being okay with it. Because I I believe in a time when we are allowed to have opinions that are yeah. different from other people's and it's okay. Yeah. And I think there should be arguments and conversations that are, you know, that we can, you know, have open conversations and arguments about it. Yeah. But... I'm not getting hurt. I'm not like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I feel like there's been so much narrative around me, like selling my body on the internet. And I'm like, well, why do I do it? I'm like, well, yeah, because I can first off. Yeah. Because, because I can. And two, it doesn't bother me. No, you can. You're married. Your husband Mm -hmm. is okay with you doing it. Your family is okay with you. My husband gets in on the content. I get in. And the only person who's allowed to touch me is my husband. I would never do anything that you weren't okay with ever. I'm ninety nine percent of the time you're at the photo shoot too. Yep. And I just, I mean, I can totally understand and respect people's opinions on why they're not okay with it. Yeah. But I also believe that they should give us the respect that we are okay with it yeah uh-huh yeah and just because you're not doesn't mean you need to force your opinion on us like yeah. just because you're not okay with me you know selling pictures of my boobs online or my feet or yeah whatever like that's that's great you're not cool with it it's it's not something that you would ever do but i'm okay with it yeah yeah. So I don't know. I guess just anyways. Yeah. Today I've had more thought and had to force myself to dig deeper and yeah, think and about think it more, more yeah. about it. And I guess I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I just I feel like I'm living my life and I'm I'm happy and I'm confident and yeah. I'm on OnlyFans and it's sexy and yep. I've seen your penis on there. Oh boy, <laughs> mom. <laughs> Why is that the first thing I say, mom? <laughs> Gosh damn it. First thing, penis, mom. 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 All right. 
Anyways. All right. So I, a little a little bit of a deeper dive into yeah. the OnlyFans stuff. I don't know. I'll be interested to see the documentary. I am too. I'm curious out. to see where it goes, what yeah. exactly the premise is, what light I'm shown in. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I'm confident with my OnlyFans. I have a great time. Yes. I love it. Yeah. It's been lucrative. I have a ton of amazing fans, so yeah. amazing subscribers. I My boobs are incredible. Yeah. I paid a lot of money for them, so <laughs> <laughs> might as well show them off. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do confessions. Okay. I believe you should be able to think of a few of these yeah. for yourself. <clears throat> confessions. So the reason I <laughs> thought of my confessions is because I was unloading the dishwasher the other day. Yeah. Putting the dishes away. And all of a sudden I was like sniffing. I was like, you know what? These aren't clean. The dishwasher doesn't smell that good. And then I realized halfway through putting all the dishes away that the dishes were dirty. But of course, you loaded them. Because I'm I'm in that group who I wash the dish off before. I basically clean the dish before yes, I put it in. you basically clean the dish before you put it in the dishwasher. Yes. So they looked clean. And I put them in very neatly. Yes, so they so looked perfect. So everything fits, yeah. So I start putting the dishes away and I noticed halfway through that the dishes were dirty. My confession is I did not put the dishes back in the dishwasher. The dishes I could put away, I left them where they were. <laughs> so. so anyone who's uh, planning a luncheon or a, a dinner date over at the Vanderford house. Your fork might be dirty. Yeah, bring bring your own fork or knife This was a while ago. This okay. was a while ago. Um, so the dishes are clean. Okay. Okay. But that was my confession. Okay. That, that was yours. Um, oh, uh, Ooh, I got one really quick. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So since I am the laundry man. Yeah. Um, laundry bitch. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of times, you know, I don't know how many men I'm talking to here, but you, like these women shirts uh-huh. or skirts or whatever, they, like have nowhere to hang on I they're just weird. I don't really understand don't women's some women's clothing. Yeah. Like some of it is so weird and I usually will wad it up and like throw it in the back of your closet. That's okay. So <laughs> I do this. So same. if you're looking for something, <laughs> yeah, it could be it could be hidden it in the be back. Just thrown in the back. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I get cool. frustrated. I just get frustrated. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Just throw it in. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Ready? Oh, I recently bought seven new pairs of sneakers. Oh, yes. Se- seven. Yeah. I was Just, aware of this. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was a confession. I, I've, I was aware uh, as they came in. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, a new pair of sneakers. Okay. I've got one for you then, too. Okay. Go. It shows up tomorrow, but I... Uh, if you I, bought a case of cards, I'm no, throwing you I off the bridge. I didn't. It does come with... It does... It is a card thing, but it's not a case. No, but I bought it. I bought okay, like, put it in perspective how much a case costs. Oh, a case. You know, if we're talking about something cool, they're like 13000 Yes. $15,000. Okay. I did not get a case card. Thank but you. But I did get like eight little, little Donruss blasters. And you can hunt the downtowns. The downtowns are really cool. You can hunt Why the downtowns. Why don't you just go buy a downtown? Well, because the chase, it's all, it's the chase. So I got like eight of these old blasters if showing you up tomorrow. Didn't ha- you could literally be a gambling addict. Yeah. You yeah. could just go buy. They were like down- 20 bucks a piece. So, so how many 20, did you buy? Eight, 160, probably 200 bucks. Plus okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. nothing. I'm crazy. used to you dropping like three grand every time we go to the card shop. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy. Okay. That's fine. So that was my confession to you. That's a great so it, it, confession. when it shows up tomorrow, you know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, um, sometimes I eat and cook expired food for you. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, I hate that <laughs> so much. If the date is like, you know, close. Oh, what are we talking about? Like meat? All, all food. I hate that. I know you because I would not. I'm not no. a. Ex- if, I'm an expiration if, guy. No, because you're too much though. Like, if an ex, ex, there's two types of people on earth. I have a stomach ache now instantly, and I haven't even ate anything. Now I have a stomach ache. So there's two people, right? The people who see the expiration date and think it means nothing, and you 
who sees the expiration date and if even if it's like oh it expires in three days you're not gonna eat it i have a stomach ache now damn it so really? sometimes oh but yes you're uh, fine have you ever had salmonella since we've been together i have no idea but i you know i have a weak stomach well that's You're, crazy. I can't believe you do that. You'll live. I can't believe you do that. Like That's that crazy. cheese sandwich I made you the other day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but cheese, you just cut the mold off. Cheese is different. All right. Cheese yeah. is literally moldy milk. Yeah. Um, is that so? It was just the cheese that was expired. Oh no, this has been going on for like six years. Oh gosh. So. Yeah. Anyways, that sandwich was really good. It though, was a really good damn. sandwich. You thought I should open a food truck. I did. And, I said you should put this sandwich in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways. Okay. So. So that sucks. But that's the thing. Okay. So I wrote this down because yeah. I saw this thing on this on Instagram. Yeah. This is like a boomer versus millennial situation. Uh-huh. You're a millennial. Okay. Technically, I'm a millennial too by age, but I have a boomer mentality and you don't waste anything nothing gets wasted i save all pickle jars that's just like yeah. the way i was raised you don't throw stuff away yeah well our family did that too but we but we paid close attention to the expiration, expiration dates. dates okay yeah. that's smart yeah yeah most of our tupperware was the uh sandwich you know how the sandwiches uh meat lunch the meat lunch meat, meat yeah. comes in the top most of our tupperware was just well we that. went like sour cream jars uh, that too like, the plastic sour yep. cream yeah all of that it that was all of our tupperware you do not throw away like yeah which makes sense tomato sauce it's yeah. reusable yeah so anyways watch what you eat yeah oh boy um oh yeah the other thing on here i'm not gonna say say it no really no i told you it the other day and then now that i typed it out I already, I already told the entire world that I don't brush my teeth that often. Yeah. The last thing that they need to know is this on my computer. Oh, boy. You told me the other day. I can't really even remember. It's another confession. We're, you know what? We're going to skip it. Okay. We're going to come back to it. See okay. how I feel. Okay. Um, yeah. Those are my confessions for you. Did you have any more confessions for me? Not that I can think of right off the top of my head. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so we were watching football the other day. And what did you think about... Uh, okay, this is a hot topic right now. Yeah. And I'm curious because it's like all over. Maybe because we're married and we I've, we talk about football and football cards a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of football stuff comes up on my feed. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes recently... The has, fit he threw? Yes. He's been... Throw, he threw a fit because somebody was off... Or there was an offsides call. Here, let me take it from here. Kadarius yes. Tony lines up offsides. He's okay. like a foot offsides. They run the play. Pause. He was offsides. He was offsides. Okay, 100%. He was offsides. They run the play. It's a bomb down to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey catches it laterals it back throws it back to Kadarius Tony Kadarius Tony scores what could have been a walk and not it wasn't a walk-off touchdown because I believe there was still like a minute and 20 left and the Bills would have had an opportunity anyways the game ended the Bills won partly because of this play and uh Patrick Mahomes threw a big fit about it because the touchdown got called back because the touchdown got called back because the offsides his argument was you know that didn't affect the play blah 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 but it's like okay so does he agree that there was offsides or not he yes he agrees that it, yeah there's no dispute Kadarius Sony was, was offsides. offsides yes okay. but there's no dispute so I don't mind here's here's the part of it that I don't mind I don't mind the like being pissed off afterwards. What bothered me the most was him bitching and like carrying it over to Josh Allen. Now, I don't necessarily know. I heard they talked before and I didn't see any of this. So gotcha. I only saw uh, the or Patrick Mahomes being angry, saying something to Josh Allen, not like directly towards Josh Allen, but saying something. But I saw that too. Because after so, the game, anyways, they always hug each other and they do the like good game hug, whatever, exchange jerseys if they want to, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I, that's the highlight that I've seen all over Instagram is they're now they're making him a meme and putting like a South Park voice over him or something. Yeah. Um, 
where they're basically like him, you know, bitching afterwards to Josh Allen. It's like it was just an inappropriate time. Yeah. And I was just curious your thoughts on it just because I've seen like I just I, I had no idea the the situation, I guess. I yeah. just had seen a lot on social media about it all. Yeah. So you would agree he's offsides. Yeah, he was offsides. Okay. Yeah. So. So. So he shouldn't be complaining as much as he was. No, no. I mean, he and Josh Allen have had played a ton of games and there's been multiple situations where Patrick Mahomes got the call to go on and beat Josh Allen because Mm -hmm. of a pass interference or, you know, something like that, something that could be disputed and, and all this. And for him to like treat Josh Allen that way after the game, I just thought it was kind of silly. Kind of silly. Okay. Uh, I have a few questions for you. Uh, these are football questions. Okay. And I thought it'd be fun because I assume a lot of our listeners are football fans too. Okay. So, what is the hardest position in football to play? The reason I ask this, I have a premise. I was watching football mm-hmm. <laughs> with you and I was like, you know what? Being a snapper yeah. seems so easy. Yeah, I think... Because you I, just throw it between your legs back to the quarterback, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot. I think there's a lot that goes on, too. You got to you gotta know the, the play or the snap count. You got to, you know, you have to have... Yeah, there, there's more. I To me, if someone were to ask me what I felt like would be the hardest position to play outside of being the quarterback, I'd say the corner back the guy who uh guards the receivers and stuff okay because i think that the receivers are allowed to get away with a little more and like you know i i just think yeah playing cornerback is would be like the hardest position okay all right uh what what do you believe and this is coming from me who i am a football fan but i'm an uneducated football fan so i don't necessarily know all of the you know details yeah. that goes on to to play a football one play you yeah, know yeah, what i mean i don't yeah. really understand everything that goes on yeah um what is the most dangerous position we talked a little bit on one of our podcasts about how we felt that football was more dangerous than fighting yeah what is the most dangerous position the highest risk for injury I would say anything on special teams. Well, maybe not so much anymore because they've manipulated the rule set a little bit to try okay. to like make it a little more safe. But uh, gosh, the most dangerous position. Mm-hmm. Oof. Would it be a receiver? Because, I mean, we see a lot. Obviously, it's very dangerous to have non-contact injuries. That's where you see a lot of yeah. the like knee tears and and. Etc. But I do feel like they get hit really hard. Yeah. I mean, I mean, probably probably running back since mm-hmm. the running back shelf life's probably the shortest like of most positions in the NFL. I'd say running back. Probably. And then for linemen, though, I mean, they get hit in the head over and over and over again. I would they like do. assume that they would have to have a lot of concussions. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that might be might be true. Linemen might be. But. Okay. Uh, last question for football. What position requires the most intelligence? Ooh, I think definitely quarterback. That's what I thought you were going to say, yeah, too. You I think quarterback. So yeah. I guess I was curious because it's, you know, there's certain sports where it's like it helps to be smart, but it's not necessarily a requirement. Like, yes. I think in fighting, yeah. you can be like hard work it hard. You could be like hard work driven. You could be talented. You could have a lot of attributes, but you don't necessarily have to be that intelligent. Like... Maybe yeah. you do. I mean, I don't know. I just I, th- I think it definitely plays a key role. Yeah. And, and the best fighters are probably the more, you know, smart yep. smart fighters. So um, you know, whether I mean you're smart in your sport, you might not be book smart. <laughs> Thanks, you, babe. No, I'm not saying you. <laughs> oh. I'm saying uh, you know, a, a fighter, he might not be very book smarter, but he's intelligent and I think just being smart is knowing what you can do, what you can't do, what you're good at, what you're not good at. And, you know, that I just like simple things like that can be being really smart and fighting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. We did have a conversation the other day where we decided that you are far more book smart than I am. 
I don't know if I'm more. You have a college degree. I do, but. I'm okay with that. It's kind of my college degree, kind of my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a lot. My college degree is uh, deserves probably to be on somebody else's wall. You got college degree in wrestling. Yeah, I got my degree in wrestling. You got your degree in wrestling, which is yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. How are we, one? Oh, shoot. Perfect. Oh, my gosh. We've been talking for a long time. I had yeah. one cocktail and I forgot where I was. Oh, my gosh. I'm just letting myself go. Yeah. All right. How's life, babe? It's great. I'm hungry. I'm What a day. I'm starving, especially I'm for to us to eat. talk about food. Dennis is wiped out and exhausted. Yes, so we will probably film what? One more episode? Two more episodes before we go to Alaska? Before we head to Alaska. Before yeah. we go to Alaska for Christmas. I'm already packed. I've been packed for months. Yeah, for, yes. A I can't legitimate wait month. to share about... Oh, yeah. My mom was on the last episode. Yeah. Oh, my cute little mom. I can't wait to talk about, one, how our fast goes. People yes. get to stay tuned for that. Yep. Maybe I'll talk about how much I weigh after... <laughs> after our fast and yeah we can really have how much a... how much you've lost between your heaviest and then what you yes weigh because, after the fast. because i was my very very heaviest at the yeah. pfl event which is fine yeah but i'm really good at getting dedicated and getting back on track yep so we have a lot of good stuff to talk about but yeah. let's go eat let's go eat yeah this is a great podcast wait everybody yeah. subscribe like yes. share uh follow on youtube subscribe like and share because we're having so much fun with this we're so passionate yeah. and we are everywhere you stream your podcasts and oh uh a kickass love story at gmail.com if you have any questions stories a kickass love story at gmail.com write in we would love to hear from our viewers <laughs> we're out oh. let's go eat <laughs> oh.